Hey, what's up? My name is Jason. I'm the pastor of Church in the Wild. Thank you for joining us in the wild, where we have sermons, conversations, interests, all the things that make us who we are. Thanks for jumping on here. You matter. What's up, all you wonderful married couples? I'm excited to uh, continue to look at our marriage moments and just talk through marriage and, and take a look at marriage and, and kind of revisit marriage and make sure that we're um, our marriages are what God wants them to be, and our marriages are what our spouse wants them to be. And so last week we talked about this idea of 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 7, which is talking about how living with your wives in an understanding way. The idea of the passage is that um, we should take time to get to know each other. And uh, he points out in particular husbands. Husbands, he says in 1 Peter 3, 7, live with your wives in an understanding way showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel, since they are heirs with you in the grace of life, so that your prayers may not be hindered. So there's a, a lot to that verse, um, but it's definitely pointing out to men, like, hey, husbands, get to know your wife, and then two, um, protect and defend your wife. He, he's talking about them being weaker vessels, and we kind of talked last week about what that actually meant. Um, so let's look at look at First Peter chapter three verse one, um, which says this: Likewise, wives, be subject to your own husbands, so that even if some do not obey the word, they may be won without a word by the conduct of their wives, when they see your respectful and pure conduct. Now, there's a lot there. All right, so let's uh, let's kind of un unpack this. Um, he starts off with First Peter chapter three. Starts off with the word likewise. All right, he is referencing all of First Peter chapter two, uh, but in particularly First Peter chapter two, verse eighteen, all the way down through verse twenty-five, where he's he's showing people how to live together in community and how to honor and respect and love each other. Now he says. Just like we talked about in, in 1 Peter chapter 2, wives, be subject to your own husbands. Now this right here <laughs> gets people really upset. It gets people really offended, and they probably don't really understand what actually this means. Now let's, but let's look at first the part where he says, to your own husbands. This is a very important part that gets skipped over. Um, often because we, we read it like this, likewise, wives be subject to your husband, and, and everyone just kind of loses their mind one way or the other. Some of the, the, you know, the men are like, yeah, and the women are like, no way, or somewhere in the middle is all that. He says, First Peter, Peter says, to your own husbands. This is very important that he throws in, adds in, through divine intervention, your own husband. Because often in these days, there was priests of different religions and different groups who had, and there was even some churches who the, the pastor, the leader, the priest, the elder, whatever you wanted to call them, often was given more power than a husband and wife were given. And so he would tell, hey, to the husband, you do this, and to the wife, you do this. So Peter was actually freeing and loosing up women from the bonds that many of them were experienced through faulty churches and false gods who were saying that women had to be subject to every man, and in particularly the leader of their religion, church, denomination, cult, whatever what you want to call it. 
Peter was saying to your own husbands because he's adding in, he's making sure that it's very clear to us we do not have to obey other people's other spouses and other people of other powers um, simply because of their title or their role. Often in this day and age, leaders of certain cults would would tell the women, you need to sleep with me and your husband better just deal with it. And Peter's saying, no, 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 no. You submit to your own. You, you be subject to your own husband, not to other people. If a pastor tells you one thing and your husband tells you another, you subject yourself to your husband, not to the pastor. And it's very important that we remember that. But what is the word subject? What, is that, what does that mean? Because it sounds, in, in, a, in our culture, it's like, oh my goodness, I have to be subject. Let me tell you what it does not mean. All right, so submission is not agreeing on everything. Submission is not agreeing on everything. We know this because in this passage we read, um, it says, um, so that even if some do not obey the word, they may be won without a word by the conduct of their wives. So he's saying, hey, you don't, being subject to your husband doesn't mean that you agree with him on everything. Because this woman, he's referencing the, the wives in here, some of their husbands were unbelievers. So they clearly didn't agree on everything. She is a Christian and he is not. Submission is not leaving your brain at the altar. Submission is not just doing whatever your husband says simply because, well, he's a male and so, well, I have to do it. That, that's, that's not it. It's, it's, it's very in, indicated in this passage that she has thoughts for herself. She thinks for herself. We also read in, um, in Proverbs chapter 31, this, the Proverbs 31 woman is this amazing, independent, thinking, independent, acting, strong um, woman. She's, she's not just simply never having a thought because whatever he says goes. Um, he's, she's not leaving her brain at the altar and saying, you make every decision on everything from now on. That's not submission. That's slavery. And Peter is not saying that we are to be slaves. Number three, submission is not avoiding effort, the effort to influence or change your husband. In fact, the, the passage here is encouraging women to try to change their husband. It's very clear that she is, the, the, Peter is saying the wife should attempt to convert an unsaved husband. Number four, it is not putting the will of the husband before the will of Christ. Very important here. When I as a husband disagree with the Bible, my wife should agree with the Bible and not with me. When, we, um, when husbands suggest immoral things to their wife, wives have every right to say no. When wives subject, suggest immoral things to their husbands, husbands have every right to say no. Being subject to your spouse is not just never thinking for yourself and, and, never, um, and, do, and, and doing whatever he says, even if it's against the Bible. We are subject to God above all. Number, number five. Submission is not getting your spiritual strength from your husband. Her husband in this passage is not a believer, and yet she is a very spiritually strong person. Just because uh, in America the man prays for the dinner doesn't mean that, that um, women cannot read the scriptures for themselves, study the scriptures for themselves, 
speak for themselves, teach for themselves, um, speak out for themselves, study for themselves. Uh, it is Submission is not waiting on your husband to tell you what the Bible verse means. That's not submission. Submission, um, you, can, you can very well be a subject to your husband and at the same time search out the scriptures at the, uh, for yourself. Number six, it is not fearing. It is not fearing. The, the, the men who abuse this passage often attempt to try to convince, number two, leave their, their, try to convince their wife to leave their brain at the altar. And they say, I'll do the thinking around here. I'm the man. And that's not what the Bible is saying. And it's also not saying that wives need to fear their husbands. That's not a biblical idea that, well, you better do what I want or else. That is wrong. That's, that is, that's biblically wrong to do that. It's biblically wrong to abuse your power and to abuse your spouse. It is biblically wrong to make your spouse fear you. That's wrong. Submission and being subject to is simply honoring and affirming your husband and helping to carry his uh, through, helping to carry his leadership through with her, with your unique gifts. I'm gonna say it again because I messed it up. <laughs> Submission is honoring and affirming your husband's leadership and helping to carry it through with your unique gifts. It is simply when, when, when the Bible says, Hus like wives be subject to, it's simply saying affirm your lead the leadership of your husband. Help him lead. Honor his leadership. Help him um, honor it. Like in front, so in, in front of others, Always honor the leadership of each other. Never disagree with each other in front of your kids. Never be the spouse who when you're, um, when you say one thing to the kid and then the other kid, uh, or the kid comes to the other spouse and says something and you're like, that's ridiculous, you don't have to do that. That's not honoring. That's not subjecting yourself to each other. Honoring and affirming his leadership and helping to carry it through with her unique gifts. So using, ladies, your own unique gifts as, as women, your own unique skills, your own unique talents. Some of you have so many uh, incredible talents that, that I will never possess. Um, never. Using those to help carry the leadership of the home, helping to, to, um, to affirm the leadership of the home, helping to establish the leadership of the home, using that to push that forward. That's what Peter's talking about when he says, be subject Leadership is simply having a bent towards direction and initiative. And anyone can lead in that way. You, you can probably figure out who's leading the house by the one who suggests action the most. Hey, let's take care of this. Let's do this. Let's go here. So it's just honoring and affirming the leadership and then using your own unique skills and gifts to, to help each other do that. This is what, what we so often do with the Bible we so often use cultural tendencies, things that we, we believe because someone told us a while ago, and then we, we uh, try to apply them in our lives while doing what we want anyways. And the Bible is making this very clear. Being subject to your husband is not being afraid of him. Being subject to your husband is not not ever having a creative idea or, hey, I want our family to do this. Women, you are biblically free. And, and in fact, the Proverbs 31 woman does this all the time to say, hey, I want our family to do this. I want our family to go here. I want our family to be like this. 
doesn't mean you can't have ideas or thoughts. Doesn't mean you can't um, even even um, makes you know uh, direction in your family. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna be a family that does this. Doesn't mean you can't search the scriptures daily for yourself. Doesn't mean you can't have a walk with God. It's not. It doesn't mean any of that. All of that is is old cultural bias that's not biblical. So when we talk about being subject, we talk about honoring your husband, affirming his his leadership. Honoring and affirming him in front of others and, and to the kids in the household. And then helping to carry that leadership out through your own unique gifts and skills. Nothing more, nothing less. It's a, it's a controversial verse because we, we've chosen to make it controversial, not because of what it says. It's actually a really beautiful, powerful verse. So um, I just want to leave that with you today. I love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all you do. You matter, Jesus matters, grace matters, and details matter. Have a great rest of your week.